Bruce Cook is honored to have you join his conversations with people committed to talking with heart and brain functions in full operating gear. No spin, no agenda, just authentic conversation on just about anything. Welcome to the Bruce Cook Conversation. German business leader Thomas Michael Hogg shares insider strategy on how to sustain business growth post-pandemic. But first, tech startup CEO Leslie Saleson introduces us to WorkXemity, a new members-only site connecting like-minded people seeking business connections across the globe in a new age sans offices. The Bruce Cook Conversation with your host, Bruce Cook. Trending now. Here's your host, Bruce Cook. Brought to you by the Pickup Family Neurosciences Institute at Hogue. Good evening, radio listeners. Bruce Cook here. It's the conversation tonight on AMA 30 Angels Radio, live in Los Angeles, Orange County, and the Inland Empire. Every week I tell you it's my honor to have you listening, and I do mean it sincerely. For all of you people who are in the car, or you're at home and you're getting ready for dinner, I've got an interesting conversation in the next hour, and I hope you'll stay with me because we all have a lot to learn, and every day is a new chance to be better, learn more, and be the most and the best we can be. Tonight's focus, I have two guests tonight, and the focus in both of their conversations is going to be our work situation, our business model, our lives during COVID, and how that work situation has changed so much. I'll bet so many of you listening tonight have spent the year Zooming and working from home and working in solitary confinement, depending on where you are and what you're doing and how you've been able to manage it. The office, it's become a stranger and so much has changed and we have adapted so fast and in so many ways our heads are spinning. But as COVID hopefully starts to trend down and we find a new course and a new route into some form of normalcy, whatever normal means, these changes are going to keep evolving. Our first guest tonight in the conversation is a very, very interesting woman with an amazing background and resume, a background in business. She has been an investment banker. She has been a corporate leader working for major organizations, and she has founded several companies ground-up startups of her own accord. Most recently, in the last few years, our guest started a company called the High Rise Network. That company, which was begun around 2015, has recently evolved into what is now being called Works Work Eximity. And our guest name joining us now is Leslie Saleson, and we're going to find out more about it and what it means and how it's going to change all of our lives, all of our businesses. Leslie, welcome. Hi, Bruce. Thank you for inviting me. It's a I'm, pleasure to be here. I'm so glad I was able to get you. I know how busy you are. <laughs> Unbelievably busy. Yeah. The list of your credits, your background, unbelievable. Thank you so much. Anyway, what is WorkXimity? WorkXimity, like proximity. So... WorkSimity, we evolved from High Rise Network because the nature of work and the place of work is changing. And WorkSimity is a free, private, web-based platform for businesses and people working in and around buildings and business districts to connect around common interests. So would you, say, would you say this is sort of your own Facebook for business people? I would think of it not as Facebook. I would think of it more as LinkedIn meets Nextdoor meets Match.com because we have matching technology that allows people, enables people to meet around common interests and filter those matching uh, matches by proximity. Now, I understand so, it's free. Anybody, it can, free. anybody can sign up. How do you make it free? Our, well, our business model, as you referred to in the introduction, is to ask businesses to, especially small and mid-sized businesses that 
need to get a hand up and get more exposure uh, to put up a nice hyperlinked advertisement on our platform. And we have hundreds of advertisers. Got it. So talk to me about the people that join Worksimity. How do they find out about it besides hearing about it? And how do they sign up or join? And what's what are the steps? It's very easy. Um, and so you raise a few important questions. How do they hear about it? Well, right now, since we're an early stage company, they hear about it through uh, different organizations that they're part of. Uh, we're working with a number of, of groups. They hear about us through our um, word of mouth. And signing up is simple. They go to the worksimity.com website and enter in their information, and that's it. Uh, the more information, we, we don't ask for a lot of personal information, but the matching technology only works if you fill in things like your professional interests, your volunteer interests, because we put a big emphasis on working with nonprofits. We offer them free uh, advertising. We believe in, in giving a hand up to as many businesses and uh, individual companies as we can. So uh, you, we ask about the college you attended. Lots of people have found uh, people that alumni in, in buildings or nearby to them. We've also enabled people to sign up uh, who are working from home. And this is uh, one of the big changes now that's happened. So people can sign up working from home, but only using their zip code because we protect people's privacy. And the reason it's not a Facebook is because our, even though our site is interactive, we have a direct messaging feature. We don't ask people to post things for other people to comment. Um, well, that's a relief. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. That well, would be awful. Well, it's, there's enough other platforms that are doing that. So true. LinkedIn true. does it and and um, Instagram and, and all of these other platforms. And this is really business-oriented. And if people have commentary, they can post on LinkedIn, but they can also bring their comments directly to the person that they're meant for. And so that keeps everybody at a higher level. So what is the overall goal of this in terms of business and bringing people together? Is this a job site? Is this a, a career uh, improvement site? What is the goal? That's a good question. Uh, we're very inclusive. And I think, honestly, we are a job site. We have, we have uh, jobs that people can post that are local it turns out that a lot of people like where the location that they work, and they may not want to to move. And so, by having this focus on on locality and proximity, people can often find positions. Uh, we have some career. We have a number of things that you can do on the site in addition to just getting matched to others. Give me a few and, examples. Well, we have a health and wellness uh, section where we put on different uh, workshops and master classes given by, by other experts that are members. So that exposes the members to other members that are true experts in a very dignified, high-integrity way. This is very interesting. Yeah. It, almost, it almost sounds like a, a think tank, in a way, um, a society of like-minded folks that are just trying to be better people. Am I being too philosophical? Bruce, that's a beautiful thought, and I think that's, that's partly, uh, it's not a goal. I think it's just a byproduct of people getting together around common interests and being able to have a platform to teach other people what they know and share their experience. But also, we're very inclusive. So we, we also embrace all of the retail and service industries, restaurants, whatever, that are uh, located in and around the business districts. So to help them reach the people um, more directly. 
so it's very it's very inclusive. You're located in Los Angeles, but I'm told this is a national platform. Am I correct? Yes. So very how does that work for <laughs> city by city? What and I guess the the question really is: I'm in Los Angeles, and I'm on Worksimity, but I want to talk to people in New York. Yes. So how does how does that work? So what's really nifty and unique about what we do and and the the technology that we have is that in addition to being interactive, so you can you can direct message any member once you're a member. You can direct message any other member within the membership, but we're also interconnected. And so, if you think about Open Table and how you you go to a location, and let's say you're going to New York next week, or you're going to be visiting now. Right now, that's not the case. People aren't traveling much. But as an example, what you can do is you can literally change the platform according to the location. So you can go to New York City. We have members in New York and Chicago, and we're just starting to branch out into other um, cities and find members there. Uh, you can find businesses there that are signed up with us and literally connect with them just directly. You can arrange, you know, a conference call, a, a Zoom meeting, whatever. So it's it's both interactive and interconnected. Leslie, you started High Rise Network, what, like five years ago, way before the pandemic became obviously the mode of life. What vision did you have to to sense that this was a need before we were shut down? I mean, this is pretty pretty interesting what what made you see this coming? Well, I would just chalk it up to um, having years and years of, of work experience all over Orange County and Los Angeles uh, and in other cities working in high-rise buildings. And after 9-11, Bruce, you, you certainly know, and I'm sure the audience does, that you the security features of, of going into a building changed radically. So in the, quote, older days, uh, you could go into a, an office building, you could go look at the marquee and see who was in that office building by name sometimes, certainly by the name of the business, the floor, the, the actual office. But you can't do that anymore uh, because of security. So... It's you know it took a while after 9/11, but I think within a couple years, uh, you now have to check in at the desk and show your ID. And there's they've taken all the marquee off, and you have no idea who's in the building. But that also means that the people who are in the building don't know who's in the building. Correct. And so if you contemplate the notion that, for example, uh, in Century City. In Los Angeles, uh, 18 buildings hold over 45,000 people working, and nobody knows where anybody is. Fascinating, and, fascinating fact. Yeah. Wow. And so it, what happened was it just occurred to me in just a flash moment that there's technology that could fix that because you can't, you can't comfortably go to an office next door now you can't even go to the floor next door by elevator. But if you could, you can't comfortably go next door and, and meet people. So Worksimity lets you do that. That's correct. Via membership. You can, you can access those 45,000 people in those if, 18 buildings if they're members. If they're members, and hopefully we'll get everybody to sign up, in which case they'll be all interconnected and and interactive, which would be an amazing thing. It is amazing. What do you see happening as we're coming out of COVID and uh, things are starting to reopen? Will people go back to those high-rise buildings? I know some of them are there now. Most of them, though, are seemingly empty. Are they going back, or what's going to happen? Uh, <laughs> that's a good question, and I think everybody's asking it, mostly the people running companies. 
Um, everything is has changed, but yet the crystal ball is still cloudy. I think at this point, um, what you're seeing is that a lot of executives are, I'd say, surprised and pleased that the productivity of their staff and their employees has really maintained, even in their pajamas at home. So that's good news. On the other hand, many of the people working at home miss the office. On the other hand, they don't miss the commute. On the other hand, they miss their coworkers. So it's an incredibly mixed bag. Um, I think what most uh, management teams are planning for uh, that had everybody coming to the office to start is embracing a hybrid work situation, at least for back-to-work, particularly in high-rise buildings. Some people have a lot of trepidation going back to a high-rise building. Uh, some buildings are, are better ventilated than other buildings, so they may be well-placed concerns. So it's very mixed. I think people will be coming back to the office probably uh, on a staggered basis. Some businesses are looking at working in co-working spaces in more suburban settings as a way of bringing some of their workers back to those offices and then connecting them into their downtown offices uh, less frequently per week. So it's really, I mean, I've been reading fairly widely about this, and, and I, I've been talking with many of our members. I don't believe anybody's going back full time for, for quite a while. I think you're probably right. Yes. I also think a lot of folks are Zoom fatigued as well. Yes, they are. Um, We've got to take a quick break, Leslie. Sure. But let me let me ask you a question to think about until we come back again in a couple of minutes. And that is, do you see your platform of worksimity being used by people or being allowed to be used by bosses and companies when people do come back to an office, having that computer in front of them and their membership and being able to connect with other people, perhaps in their own field? Is that something that, that would be workable? Think about that. We're going to take a quick break, ladies and gentlemen. We have Leslie Salson, the CEO and founder of Worksimity, a new platform for members to connect. And uh, I'm Bruce Cook, and this is The Conversation. So please stay with me. We'll be right back. Angels Radio. AM 830. At the Pickup Family Neurosciences Institute, the Hogue Epilepsy Program is accredited by the National Association of Epilepsy Centers as a Level 4 Epilepsy Center. This means that our experts provide the highest level care for patients with complex epilepsy. Our patient-centered approach to epilepsy treatment combined with state-of-the-art technology, including robotics and laser ablation, ensure the best possible outcomes for our patients. To learn more or for an evaluation, call 949-966-0243 or visit hogue.org forward slash epilepsy care. DQ presents How to Find Meal Fulfillment. First, order the delicious new rotisserie-style chicken bites from DQ. Then feast your eyes on these unbreaded, tender, juicy, 100% white meat beauties. Next, take a bite of the bite. Realize that unbreaded chicken loaded with flavor is finally possible. And last, call your boss and ask for that promotion. You may have started last week, but hey, if chicken this good is possible, anything is possible. New rotisserie-style chicken bites are now a DQ. Happy taste good. Dan owed an unbelievable amount of money to the IRS. I got behind on my taxes. It's a horrible feeling. He was in denial. And when I got those letters from the IRS, you wanted to act like they didn't exist. Finally, Dan turned to Optima Tax Relief, the leading tax resolution firm. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, they've resolved over $1 billion for their clients. Optima got me a settlement with the IRS. These people are really people-friendly. It was every bit of a new lease on life for me. The fast action and the great results made Dan's head spin. I felt like I was in a dream, but it's real, and I have paperwork to prove it. They got the job done, and life is good. For tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. If you're worried about what's going to happen with the IRS, stop worrying. Make the call now. Call 800-375-2922. 800-375-2922. 800-375-2922. 
Switch to T-Mobile for business and get up to 90 days of service free via virtual rebate on your business plan. You get a great deal, the largest 5G network, and first-class benefits like Microsoft 365 on us. It's better for business and only with T-Mobile for business. Limited time offer. Stop in store for details. Plus taxes and fees for some plans. Virtual Express MasterCard within eight weeks of receipt of valid submission. Complete port within 60 days. See T-Mobile.com for 5G devices, coverage, and plan details. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, offering supplies and solutions for every industry. With 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Angels Radio. AM 30. And we're back. I'm Bruce Cook. This is the Bruce Cook Conversation live tonight on Angels Radio, AMA 30. Our guest tonight, Leslie Saleson, founder and CEO of, of Worksimity, a new uh, website and platform for people trying to connect for business and personal and educational and more uh, reasons. And before commercial break, I asked Leslie the question, does she see Worksimity being used by business people when they go back to work in offices and they're not just at home, but maybe connecting with colleagues, answering questions that they have on a particular subject that may relate to their particular businesses? Is this a possibility? Am I out of my league, Leslie? What do you say? Bruce, the, the whole platform is, is meant to be used at work. <laughs> well, then I guess we got it right. That's right. You got it right. And so really when you think about about next steps and next stages, people going back to the office, I mean, they've been back to work. They never left work, so they've just been relocated uh, in work. But will they be able to leave those pajamas behind? Yes, they will, although the jury's out about what people will be find acceptable back at the office. That's for um, sure. We're in for a lot of change, aren't we? We really are. Some of it's amusing, and some of it is darn serious. Yeah, for because, sure. Because businesses still have the same need to expand their and grow. And the only way that businesses can really expand and grow is by getting new business. Talk a bit. Talk. Yeah. A, let me interrupt you. Talk a sure. bit about the difference between bigger companies and smaller businesses in how Worksimity will help? Well, that's a, that's a very good question. Uh, and I have no illusions. Um, big companies have great resources. However, um, big companies have offices all over, and in those offices are individuals. And so some of the things that we offer uh, are perks. We have a perks and privileges program. And we have master classes that we give and workshops that we give during lunch hours. Now, obviously, through um, the screen, through Zoom. But those are great ways for people to meet and connect with others around the common interests that attracted them to the seminar in the first place. Give an example of one of those lunchtime uh, workplace seminars. What, what well, kind of a subject? Well, funny, funny enough... We're doing one right now. We're in the process of a four-part a four workshop on managing stress. And so the first, the first segment, which already occurred, was, was given by a young woman who's an expert uh, at mindfulness. And so she actually trained uh, all of the attendees in how to do mindfulness for themselves. And she sort of took the gloves off and, and just gave the, you know, the actual steps for employing a mindfulness uh, training that anybody can do on their own. Which is pretty revolutionary to think about it when somebody's sitting at a desk 
and they've got a half hour, an hour, or, or maybe a little bit more time, and they're trying to eat and, and take a break before they've got to get back into it to take a mindfulness session, that's kind of revolutionary. Yeah. Definitely and, new age. Yeah, and you know what? A lot of businesses and a lot of, of buildings and big companies are offering these things now to their employees because everybody's operating at a, a so much a greater level of stress than they've ever had probably in their whole working careers or lives. And truly, it's, those companies haven't had to deal with people dealing with that kind of stress either. That's correct. It's, it's, um, it's a very real issue now and going forward uh, until people have found a new level for the next normal of work that can address some of the big issues that are confronting people, people with children, people that are on their own. Um, there's just so many factors. So, so that's a four-part workshop, and we're getting a lot of members signing up for that. The second part, which we already had, was given by a psychiatrist uh, to people that are more in the management sector that are being deluged with the problems and issues that their coworkers and staff are telling them about that they're having, and so they are like a first responder. Uh, and I bet many people don't even think about that until they're faced with it, right? That's that is correct. Wow. Uh, it's you know there's a lot of really palpable issues that that people are confronting on a daily basis from stress. So we felt that that was important to get out in front of it and help our members um, deal. Do so. you ever have any criticism from pundits that say all this stuff is, you know, is all good and well, but people just need to buck up and get back to work and get on with their lives? Um, you know, there's always naysayers. I haven't heard any about what we're doing because we're – we're an inclusive, all you know, kind of an embracing uh, platform where people can pick and choose what they want to be part of, and we're not we're not causing anybody to participate if they don't want to. So the, that aspect of choice is certainly a really important component. It is a very important component. And maybe and, maybe somebody only wants to. Uh, connect with somebody in their own field and just talk about a specific business aspect, yes? That's correct. Got it. Yeah. Okay. What What do you think is going to be the biggest change? We've talked a little bit about this, but what do you think the biggest change is going to come from the release of this lockdown that we are going through in some parts of the country in a big way and others not so big. But what's the biggest change that's going to happen in your crystal ball? <laughs> well, what I would say is that you have to really look at change as not being sudden um, because things reveal themselves over time. And so I think what's happened is the change has already occurred. And so now we're going to look at the aftermath of the actualization of the change. The change was that people started working from home and realized that they were able to do it. Some people weren't happy doing it. Others were really lonely and uncomfortable doing it. But everybody managed to do it and get it done well and effectively. So that change is, is a very... Um, how do I put this? It's a shocking change to the management of all these people. A game changer change. That's correct. And now the unfolding of that change will transpire over the next, I would call it, one to five years. Because people will evolve new ways of communicating because, for example, Zoom. Um, Zoom was, even though we were using it before it became used used by by people who aren't even working you know having uh pandemic uh drinks and dinner together with family members etc i mean it's been a wonderful platform as a substitute that's here to stay 
Indeed. That's a big change. Yeah. You know, so the virtual world is going to be part of our real world, but it won't be a substitute. I like hearing that. I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be a total substitute. No, no, and no, and and most people don't. Now there are people that have been working from home, what they call a distributed workforce, in a lot of technology companies, and so the the people that have chosen that life um, are happy with it, and they've already adapted to it. But that's a very small fraction of the economy, and so the rest. Are, are going to see changes that will evolve over time. And, you know, it's hard to really predict how it's all going to happen. But I, I do believe that, that having a, a platform that reaches people where they are and connects people where they are is a valuable tool. So. And that's basically what WorkXMity does. That's what WorkSimity does. I'm going to ask you in our final question to really go out on a limb. It's beyond the WorkSimity idea that we've discussed, but how do you see our economy improving over the next five years as you've given that as a benchmark? I, I personally feel like we've gone through so much over the last year or so that we have been propped up and manipulated in a sense some businesses have done very well, but so many people are still struggling immensely, and we haven't really seen we haven't really seen the damage that could be coming in the future that needs to be repaired in our economy as the new as the new way of doing things that we've just been discussing takes hold. What is your vision? That's a very good question, and it's it's a stimulating one. And what I what I would suggest to you is this. The country has been moving um, in many parallel lines. Uh, one, one line is the, the knowledge economy, and the knowledge economy is, is something that where people are using their knowledge to create business opportunity. At the same time, you've got another line of, of business in the future that still needs to embrace manufacturing. But manufacturing is being revolutionized by the use of technology and robots. And so that knowledge economy is, is going to get down to people, fewer people, knowing how to use the robots. There's, so I think, I mean, looking ahead I, and also incorporating, the, you know, all of the issues around climate and technology, that... The country is, is going to undergo another um, uh, revolution, I, I see it, uh, around knowledge, technology, and climate. And we have, you know, we have just a tremendous amount of talent and, and ability in our country. And I think some people will be attracted to these environments and these, these new new economy jobs, and other people will, will, will still get trained, and they're already trained because everybody who's using a, a smartphone is already halfway there. Um, that's a tremendous change that came in the last decade. And it will get, it'll get more and more technological as things continue to evolve. Yeah. Leslie, we're out of time been a pleasure having you on and learning about work is work simity it's um, been a pleasure being here you're Thank you've you. been a great guest give us your website and if there's a phone number or any other contact information so that anyone listening might want to contact you or sure. your company thank you so much it's work w-o-r-k-x-i-m-i-t-y work plus proximity and it's work that's it. Pretty simple. Yeah. All the best. Stay healthy. Thank you. And the same to you and, and to all uh, of the audience. Come back again in a few months and let me know how this is all going. It's, I understand it's brand new, just launched in January. So Angels Radio and the Bruce Cook conversation says, go for it, girl. Okay. We're doing it. Thank okay. you so much. Thank you so much. Okay.
Okay, people, that's Bruce Cook, and this is the conversation. We're going to take a break. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Stay with me. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Pickup Family Neurosciences Institute at Hogue is ranked in the top 1% in the nation by U.S. News and World Report. It provides world-class care through multidisciplinary expert teams, each focusing on specific disorders of the brain and spine, such as stroke, aneurysms, brain tumors, Parkinson's disease, cognitive disorders, including Alzheimer's, epilepsy, back pain, as well as spinal cord issues, addiction medicine, and sleep disorders. Our renowned experts offer the best evidence-based care, state-of-the-art technology, and the latest clinical research, all focused on the individual patient. Our stroke program was the first in Orange County named as a certified comprehensive stroke center, and our brain tumor program is the largest in Orange County and among the top volume programs in the Western United States. Pickup Family Neurosciences Institute, compassionate care, clinical excellence, creative intelligence. To learn more, call 949-516-9075 or visit hogue.org forward slash neuroinstitute. Asking for help in life takes bravery. Women addicted to alcohol and drugs know this very well. Most suffer silently while their lives fall apart, their children and their families in crisis. For more than 40 years in Southern California, New Directions for Women has helped addicted women recover in a nationally recognized treatment facility in Costa Mesa. Their doors are wide open. It just takes the first step. Call New Directions for Women. The number is 888-786-0509. Again, 888-786-0509. You can also visit them at www.newdirectionsforwomen.org. New Directions for Women. They know recovery. Dale. Who are you? I'm you. I'm future Dale. Navy Federal Credit Union sent me. Listen, your future depends on something important, like saving the world? No, I said your future, not the future. You need to start saving with Navy Federal so you can buy your dream house. With savings resources, no monthly fees, and accounts for your every need, you can plan for your future at NavyFederal.org. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Open to the armed forces, the DOD veterans, and their families. Insured by NCUA and Equal Housing Lender. Liberty. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your renter's insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Great. As a minimalist, I need simple insurance. Nice place. No furniture? Nothing sparked joy, except for this fruit bowl. Well, with Liberty Mutual, you only pay for what you need, so there's that. I mean, look, so beautiful, so empty again. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Angels Radio, AM 830. And we are back. I'm Bruce Cook. Conversation, Angels Radio, AM 830, Los Angeles, Orange County, Inland Empire. We're moving on, ladies and gentlemen. Our next guest is calling in from Mexico, I believe Mexico City. He is really an international guest as he hails from Germany and other places around the world. Our guest, Thomas Michael Hogg, is a consultant and mentor with more than 20 years of market and work experience in Germany, Mexico, Switzerland, and the United States. He is the founder and managing director of TMH Consulting and Investing Group. Hogg has been an advisor to global companies such as PepsiCo in Germany, Adidas Germany, Campbell's Soup, Johnson Controls, Bullmatic, among so many others. He is with us tonight as we're talking business strategy in the post-COVID world that is to come because Mr. Hogg is an expert on German business culture and how it has helped businesses go from just being successful to becoming leading world brands. And he is going to share those ethics with us tonight also, before we introduce him and say hello, and by the way, it's a long-distance connection, so it's a little hard to hear, so don't, don't turn off that channel. you got to just listen carefully. 
Uh, he has written a book. It's called Profitable Growth Strategy, Seven Proven Best Practices from German Companies. With that, let's say hello to Mr. Hogg. Thomas, are you there? Hey, Bruce. That's so good to be with you. It's good to have you on. How are every? How is everything? Are you calling from Mexico City? Uh, actually, from Monterey. Uh, it's uh, near to the border, uh, 160 miles to the border to Texas. Monterey. Yes. I understand that you have an association there with the University of Monterey. Is that correct? Yes, we we worked some projects for, for the Tech de Monterey, right? Before we get into the subject matter at hand about business, let me ask you, how is COVID in Monterey? How is COVID in Mexico? What's happening there with COVID? Uh, it's really hard. It's really tough. I mean, uh, uh, the distribution of the vaccine is, uh, is really uh, slowly. So uh, uh, actually, uh, a lot of my neighbors and a lot of, a lot of my friends, they're, they're heading to Texas to uh, to get the the BioNTech from Pfizer or, or the Moderna vaccine. So uh, here we're still waiting to be vaccinated. Also, I mean the, the elderly uh, folks. So uh, uh, still, I guess uh, we have to wait during the end of the year to 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 get safe. Is there fear among the people? And what about the what about the uh, the masses of the public that have no chance of getting it right now? What are they saying? Uh, they have no option. That that that's that really tough for them. I'm, I mean, they have to go to work. Uh, they they they. I mean, uh, there's no option for them. So it's really tough uh, out there. And 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 hopefully, hopefully, the the Mexican government uh, can come up with some faster solutions. Let's. Uh, with that note, I, I'm sorry to hear that, but I think you know it's interesting. I wanted to bring it up because here in America, and probably in other countries as well. We're very concerned about our our own situation, but we're not paying enough attention to the rest of the world. We don't hear enough about what people are doing in other countries. And it is obvious that it's not so great in Mexico. And you are on our border. Your people are right next to us. Uh, it's a worldwide problem. So I'll leave it at that. Let's switch gears to talk about why you're on the show tonight. And that is using your background and your experience to share with businesses the idea that it's not good enough just to be successful. Businesses have to have a strategy for con uh, continuous and constant growth. Where does that come from in your background, and why are you emphasizing the German culture of business? Yeah, thanks, Bruce. Uh, first of all, I mean, now because of COVID, uh, a lot of businesses, and, and, and uh, especially the small and medium-sized businesses, had to close their businesses. So... Uh, uh, this is really, uh, uh, I guess, very important for the business owners and, and, and also CEOs from uh, medium-sized companies uh, to have uh, a, a constant business model and also a business model or a strategy uh, that can really withstand uh, a crisis. And there, uh, what we have found in our research and also when we see the results right now of some of the bigger companies, also some of the automotive companies in Germany, but also the, the smaller medium-sized segment, uh, they got really uh, a lot of support from, from the German government, uh, Angela Merkel uh, uh, leading uh, these efforts. Uh, but it's not only uh, uh, the, the, the government support, it's also this German business model and uh, uh, how they focus on, on, on certain concepts and, and, and are a little bit more conservative uh, 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 when it comes to debt and also when it comes to investing. But, but uh, the Germans are really focusing, for example, on, on quality uh, uh, on innovation uh, that has a return on investment. So uh, uh, I guess we, we are a little bit more focused and, and, and go a little bit more in detail in, in, in a niche or, or, or in a topic to, to provide a product or a service. You mentioned that uh, German business people are less willing to bear tremendous debt. I, I understand, and correct me if I'm wrong, that Germans as a whole are savers. How does that play into how businesses run in your country, and how could we use that here in the United States? What do, what changes would we need to make to be successful in that way? You, you have to think about reserves. I mean, also, I mean, when you talk about family, when you talk about marriage, when you talk about responsibilities, we all have 
at home uh, and also when when we talk about the responsibilities of a business owner uh, uh, i mean you kind of you need to prepare for a crisis and 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 and, and the germans uh, uh, they do have some reserves and and, and a lot of the, the small and medium sized businesses uh, which have a international footprint by the way uh, they they have this reserve and and this is a little bit more uh, uh, about our culture as you said i mean we we are really my dad he taught me uh, to save money uh, uh, to work hard and, and and to build a house i mean this is really really conservative uh, uh, as you hear this but 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 actually right now uh, i can see and 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 when we, in our studies which we make and when we analyze the, the, the German press and, and we really see that uh, these German companies uh, are withstanding better the crisis than their international counterparts. You mentioned a little bit earlier in our conversation the fact that a lot of businesses have gone under, have had to close because of the situation, and they're going to try and, and restart and come back. Do you have any advice for a successful relaunch and that will enable a business to have a long-term and lasting enterprise rather than just come and go? Uh, the, the most important advice I could give is uh, to focus. Uh, and this maybe sounds uh, a little bit general and also uh, obvious, but uh, uh, this is what we found also in the German business model. We are some, somehow, uh, uh, you can see the German culture, sometimes we are really thinking back and white, but when it comes to strategy, uh, this helps us kind of, because we really focus. We focus on, on, on having the best quality, and then we focus uh, also to go in, into a niche. Uh, there's an interesting fact, Bruce, that uh, there are 1,500 German companies who are leading the market, or, 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 or which are leading their niche. Uh, so uh, there is no other country in the world who has more uh, market leaders in the different niches. And this is why, uh, 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 because they are focusing so hard on, on a specific niche and, and, and try to have the best quality there, uh, the best processes, uh, the best service, and, 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 and kind of also to have some uh, relevant and, and functional innovation uh, for a specific customer segment. So I guess... When you start up right now a business, you, you really have to focus. I mean, uh, sometimes we want to we want to sell uh, uh, many products and many services to a lot of customer segments, but but more than ever, it's really really important to have a focus. And, and I say, and I also use, I mean, the the, the 80/20 focus, uh, uh, which is a good example to 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 apply. What is the 80/20? The 8020, I mean, it's a, it's a law, it's a natural law from, from a professor from Italy, which says that 20% of your efforts will give you 80% of, of your impact or of your wished impact. So this comes true for sales. I mean, you have some, some really star products, you have some star salespeople. So 20% normally of, of, of your best products. Uh, are giving you eighty uh, percent of the sales, and this comes true for product. Uh, this comes true for for some strategic lines, and also this comes true for the, the most important employ employees you have, uh, which are really the most productive ones. So, uh, and in crisis, I, I, I right now I, I recommend a lot to the business owners to 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 define their eighty twenty, to define uh, to focus on their key employees, on the key salespersons. On their key products and also uh, uh, um, on their key clients or uh, on their key prospects. In keeping with that idea of focusing and narrowing and being very specific, your book says that content is not king, quality content is what makes the difference. Now, you've talked a little bit about that. In a company, who decides what quality makes that difference? How much weight falls on the chief executive or the president or whomever is making those quality decisions? And, and how does a, a, a company president or, or CEO weigh the cost-benefit of quality versus less quality in order to make a bigger profit? I mean, there was a good quote uh, some weeks ago from Elon Musk, and, and he said that uh, uh, the CEOs or the presidents, they, they are not uh, uh, 
able or, or, or they, they do not know what's happening on, on operations and, and they are not involving themselves in, in, into also some uh, operative decisions. And they are more uh, preoccupied and occupied with uh, making uh, PowerPoint uh, slides and, 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 and having some more strategic uh, uh, discussions. So when you talk about quality, uh, the CEO has to be involved. He has to be involved to see Okay, what are the quality standards out there? Uh, what, what is the quality standard of our uh, competition? Uh, what is the, the, the quality standard expected, expected from our, our customers? And there's an interesting story. Uh, when I worked for Adidas, uh, this was uh, almost 12 years ago or 13 years ago, uh, I worked in, in, the, in the testing center of Adidas, and they told me, Hey, you will see here the industry uh, quality standard is 100. We deliver 150. Every uh, quality test we are doing here in, in our laboratory uh, uh, is heading to 150. We, we, we just want to uh, surpass uh, the competition on quality. And this was, for me, kind of really, really uh, interesting and, 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 and formed kind of my mindset. So, uh, and this is typical for a little bit for the German culture that they are trying to look so hard for, for having uh, the best quality and, and being relevant for a customer that they kind of also uh, um, they draw a natural demand uh, to their product because of their quality. So it's not good enough to accept the acceptable or the minimum. One must go beyond that. Thomas, we need to take a break. Hang on that phone from... Mexico. We'll be right back in just two minutes. We've got a lot more to talk about in our time together. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Bruce Cook, and it's The Conversation live on Angels Radio tonight. Stay with me. Angels Radio. AM 830. As part of the Pickup Family Neurosciences Institute, Hoag's Neurospine Program offers innovative methods to reduce pain, inflammation, and improve mobility safely and effectively, often without surgery. Should you need surgery, Hoag is a leader with minimally invasive techniques, 3D imaging, and robotics to restore your golf swing or your swing dance. Many of our patients go home in just a few hours, walking the very next day. Call our dedicated nurse navigator at 949-537-2931 for an evaluation or visit hoag.org forward slash Here's good news. Even with high unemployment, there's still a need for hundreds of thousands of cybersecurity professionals in the U.S. right now. And My Computer Career is training people to help meet the demand. No IT experience? No problem. Take the free career evaluation today at mycomputercareer.edu. Start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Grants covering up to 53% of the cost are available to those who qualify. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. Just my luck. Just my luck. Huh? Well, my luck is getting to see me in the mirror every day. Now, your top five reasons to visit Morongo. Number five. Just my luck giveaway. You can win up to $2,000 cash. Play your favorite games with your rewards card to earn entries. Fridays, 6 p.m. to 2 a.m. Number four. The buying power of your points. Pay for gas, dining, a detail for your car, even a room, and more with your rewards points. Three. We've been honored with the Forbes Share Care Verification for superior safety protocols. Heck yeah, we're the safest. Number two. Get served giveaway. Get an Acacia Wood Lazy Susan when you earn 500 points on your rewards card the 8th or 9th. And the number one reason to go to Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Big screens at every restaurant, bar, all the table game pits, and throughout the casino ensure you won't miss any of the games no matter where you are. Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Play it safe. Good times. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. Uh, Ted, there it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is Testofin, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yeah, Nugenics is a 
great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. Man, I need to get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. No problem. You just got to send them a text. Text BELT to 42424 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of new Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever, to help get you back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text BELT to 42424. That's BELT to 42424. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Bruce Cook, and this is the Cook Conversation on Angels Radio. We're spending a a very good half hour with Thomas Michael Hogg, calling in from Monterrey, Mexico. He is an expert in business. He is a consultant and mentor with uh, more than 20 years of market experience with major international corporations. He has written a book, and we encourage you to check it out. Anybody in business needs to check this out. It's entitled Profitable Growth Strategy, Seven Proven Best Practices from German Companies. Michael, uh, Thomas Michael, excuse me. Thomas, let me let me ask you as we're running short on time to talk a little bit more about what you mean about remapping your exe- your objective your ob- objectives in business excuse me uh, i mean thanks Bruce. Uh, it's about uh, remapping uh, uh, where we have to go i mean we we right now we as you said we we just have to plan for the, the post covid uh, uh, strategy so uh, we need to see okay which point a we we are today and and, and where we are having on this point B, so remapping uh, our uh, um, uh, new objectives is really important for the business owners and also the executive team uh, to sit together and, and define this point B, to be aware of all the trends who are out there and, and, and what's happening right now, and then sit together and then just to say, okay, uh, what is our vision? Uh, uh, how we see our business in the future? Uh, how big when we talk about sales volume? Uh, about profitability, and, and, and not only the vision, but also, okay, what are the principles, uh, what are the values we need to succeed uh, in our market, and also what are the key factors for our business model uh, to, to, to define the future? That sounds very key, because I would think in today's confusing and and very complicated world, there's a lot of distraction, and a company board or a group sitting down to remap might get very distractive if they don't hold on to whatever core principle they operate by. Yes? Yeah, yes, I mean, what I have seen in the in, in, in the executive offices is that uh, a lot of times they are not uh, close to their market or they're not close to their customers and they, they do not understand the customer needs and also, I mean, the, 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 the customer shifts. So uh, uh, this is so important to, again, to talk deeply, uh, profoundly, and so roughly. Uh, and also, uh, um, a lot of times, you need experts. And, and, and when I talk about experts and, and, and talking a little bit also on the small and medium-sized businesses, it's, it's sometimes really important that you also uh, uh, give, uh, give advice to the small and medium-sized uh, segment out there. And, and they uh, sometimes do not hire enough experts. Uh, uh, to to really see what's going to happen to their business and, and how they have to change uh, some rules of the game. But what if a small business can't afford an expert? Um, uh, there are uh, some really affordable uh, and, and, and new uh, coaching uh, uh, options out there. Uh, obviously, uh, you can uh, you you have to prepare yourself. I mean, you can you can read books, but there are a lot of courses out there. And also, uh, uh, nowadays, you can hire a coach for some hours uh, or for a strategy workshop. Uh, I really do recommend that you, you, you hire an expert for, for maybe a workshop. It, it, it can be a, a one-day workshop where you really go through your whole business. I think if I'm hearing you correctly, information and education is key to success. And that the more we know, the more that we learn, the more that we reach out, the better off we're going to be. Would you say that's a fair statement? Yes, of course. And also we have to, we, we mainly, I mean, 
I, I do know really uh, that the American business model, it's a great business model, uh, uh, a little bit focused on, on, on more on marketing. Uh, I really admire, and, and Germans also admire the, 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 the American marketing capabilities, but we also maybe we can see in other business models, okay, what is working out? And this is what I, I wrote down in my book about, okay, what are the German strengths about innovation, uh, about niche management, about quality? So uh, I guess we we have to see uh, also other business models who are working out, especially uh, the ones who are really uh, a little bit better to withstand the crisis. Thomas, we're out of time. Let me end by sharing your website. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, you've got to check this out and learn more from Mr. Hogg. Go to www.profitablegrowthstrategy.com. Again, it's profitablegrowthstrategy.com. Dot com. Thomas, it's really been an honor having you on today. Thank you for taking the time to call in from Monterey, Mexico. I appreciate it very much. Best of luck with the book. Once again, it's called Profitable Growth Strategy, Seven Proven uh, Best Practices from German Companies. That's it for our show. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Bruce Cook, and it's been The Conversation Live on Angels Radio tonight. As I end the show, I always say stay healthy. Do your best, be your best, good night, and good luck. You've been listening to the Bruce Cook Conversation. Hear the Bruce Cook Conversation on Sundays at 6 p.m. Pacific on AM830 KLAA. And hear the podcasts of every show on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. <laughs>